yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, man, with the sweat to the one on one, you got your man, the tight, tight, style, yeah, Mr. Sunny, yo, now with me, now, I have a PSA for all you ladies out there, for sure, just let you know he loves all women, just not you. My man, shoot, how you doing today? Make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash word to the one on one and hit up everything we work back. Just, it's so good to be back in here just talking smack to the airwaves out to the nothingness of space. Just like I said last week, man, or whatever week it was, uh, the week before, man, it is good to be back a little bit more consistent, man. We're trying through these technical difficulties. We're working a little bit for you guys. Thank you for coming back and being a part of this show, man. You guys were all missed. We had like 35 plays in the first five days. So, considering that. last show? Yeah, in the first five days of it dropping. So, that's pretty good considering it was a year between episodes. A year between episodes yeah. and no advertisement, and we just dropped it off and, a whim. And our. Our our last episode, the uh, episode we didn't, we didn't even we, thing is we didn't even plan to record. Yeah. We just said, hey, let's just, just see just where it goes. See how it goes. You know what? Buddy. That's you know what? that's how the show started. I love, I love this show. I love I love the show. I love the people who listen. Hey, that's, I, I love this sport. It's exactly how the show sport. started, sitting in Dilo's backyard on uh-huh. the Note Five. Yeah, that's how we recorded. Nah, it. I don't even think it was the Note Five. Was it? Note it was the Note Five. Yeah. Oh, was on yeah, yeah. That's how we yeah. recorded it. Uh-huh. 30 minutes long. And you can check that out. Just go to episode one. And it's still <laughs> there. And you can hear the progression as we evolve in time. Man, it's always good to be back here. What you got for me? How you we know doing, man? So, so it's not long, but it's a little bit long. But I love this because we are t- we, we have a special show for you guys. It's uh, long-awaited. And uh, Jermaine, this is specifically for you because you asked for this a while ago. But <laughs> this show, actually, but not this quote, but... You can't truly call yourself peaceful unless you're capable of great violence. If you're not capable of violence, you're not peaceful. You're harmless. I've heard. Yeah, I think you, t- you told me that one. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I heard that. It's probably from you. So. Yeah. That's a crazy one. No. Though. No. It's, yeah. Yeah. You you can't be peaceful. So Gandhi was a killer. You hey, probably hey, son. Well, well, that's well. The thing is, though, you know, you know, he starved himself. He did all these other things, you know, to get it. But the thing is, man, for you to actually be at peace. Hey, just it's like, like that monk who hey, set himself on fire. That, yeah. But um, when Crips and Bloods united, you know, when they were going against police brutality, they yep. came together and it's just like for a piece. It's just like and then the cops shot him. <laughs> yeah, basically. But nah, man, I always like that. Quote, they were deepest terrorists. <laughs> always like that quote because it's just like you. You have to be an OG to really understand that yeah. kind of stuff like that, man. It's just like I'm chill. Yeah, You're chill, low it's, chill. It's like it's like you. Yeah. To be chill, you you really you have the, to go through some things. This man. is the, it's it's the same thing that you always hear in every love story. You know, saying you you've never been in love till you had a broken heart. Huh? Same thing. You got to be killer to be killed, son. <laughs> That's what it is, and you can't kill me, man. It's always good to be back. So we got a hot episode here. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna recap last weekend and the weekend before, and then we're gonna do what everybody wants to know is the, our pound for pound list. We could probably do a whole episode on just the pound for pound list. So I've been trying to at least get some other names that's not on the current list we have. But let's go through what has happened over this past. Some of this, maybe something else that we might have missed in this past year. Something that we probably should have brought up last week was Clarissa Shields making her MMA debut. Now I couldn't tell you what episode it was, but I know that you can back me up on this one. I said if she's gonna do MMA, she needs to do it while she's young. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we talked. We talked about this a while. 
So for her to make this debut, the bunny was right for her. She got her first win mm-hmm. against against a legit contender. Now, if she was in there with a way more experienced grappler, she probably would have lost. Yeah. But also, it's, it's, you can't you can't you can't well you can't falter for going into a new sport. Okay, it, you're not gonna put you're not gonna put somebody else who came yeah. from MMA into a boxing ring with somebody who's top great dog. Or top, top dog. They're, you know, they're gonna throw gotta, Amanda Nunez in there with Clarissa Shields. You gotta get right you gotta away. get their feet wet first, yep. and that's exactly what they did. So shout out to the girl who's a, a show favorite. He's a personal favorite of the show. Yes, Yo, we love her, so we continue to wish her the best on all of her endeavors. And I'm actually excited for just like it's been a long time since we've seen a woman. Who we actually were fans of. One of the best quotes ever came from Clarissa Shields on the Joe Rogan podcast. And she said, she said, I ain't fighting past 140. I work too hard for this booty and shape. I'm not losing it. Hey, hey, that's not even quote. That's just real talk. Right? That's That's just real talk. She was just like, hey. She said that and I was like, you just got mad. I like that because it's like, you know, that's her keeping her femininity. Exactly. And that's her thing too because you know female fighters, they don't get the best rep. It's because we got to interview them before the fight, not after. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. All right. Then we then we kind of I I did this in no specific order, right? Okay. For this, and one of the things is next we're going to talk about is going to be Jamal Charlo. Don't bring your flu crap over here, bro. I know it came back all of a sudden when COVID died. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jamal Charlo versus Juan Montiel. Now between the two Charlo brothers, Jamal is the only one who actually has a loss, right? Yeah. But I believe Jamal should have two. <laughs> That's my opinion. Because even th- this one Montiel fight was just... He looked so bad, it probably should have been a loss, but... That's the reason why you're giving him that L, because yeah, how bad he looked. He, he's just like... I'm not going to say he's steadily declining, but a lot of his fights haven't been as entertaining. The The night where uh, Jamal, Jamal lost, you know, that fight, he made it a good fight. He... Yeah. Uh, he um, he snuck out with that victory and stuff like that, but like Jermel has actually been the more entertaining fighter. Uh, I said that, that he was my light. prediction to be a t- the number one pound for pound fighter sometime. Probably two years ago, I said that, and I said the near future, which would be like what five, six years, and he's on pace for it. Who um, is uh, Jermel? Not pound for pound, bro. I, I don't know now after he got that first loss, but this is something I said two years ago. Mm-hmm. I still think he's a top fighter, top twenty at one fifty four. At one fifty four. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for him and his brother, the only thing that's holding them back will be each other, because you don't want to. I don't even want to see them fight each other for one. No, they're not going. They're not. And they're not going to. Other. There's no point. There's too many things that would be wrong with it if they did fight each other. On, on I, and I, the thing is, I appreciate a good boxing match more than anybody else, like a pure boxing match. But from these two guys, I'm actually looking for more excitement from it. When I watch uh, Floyd Mayweather fight, when I watch a Muhammad Ali fight, when I watch a Mike Tyson fight. I know exactly what I expect out of those guys in almost anything. You don't. You're not watching a Mike Tyson fight to see his boxing, his boxing skills. You know. Well, I, I know what off. I expect. I, I know what I expect when I see a Floyd Mayweather fight, right. a Ali fight, a Javante Davis, yeah. a Terrence. I know what I'm expecting. And the, lately, both of the Charlotte brothers, like I still like them both, but I have been a little bit disappointed with their performance because I think you know, and it's not even disappointed as in they. I think they're better than what they're showing. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and especially I agree with, with Jamal Charlo, Jamal, Jamal Charlo, his fight after six after the sixth round, he just weaned off. I didn't know if his conditioning was bad, but so, he just didn't. He just didn't look as good as he should have. He definitely did not. And and how long for as as many episodes as we've been doing? We're on 166 now, right? I'd say if if you 
correct me if I'm wrong, for the first at least 100 episodes, I probably gave them no credit. Gave them a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And then I gave them some support. and, and The Charles. Exactly. And, and, you know. Now, Jamal, I, he's had too much time to run his mouth, I think. Because he's, he's been the latter of the two, talking about trying to call out Cadello, Triple G, get these big money fights. Yeah. But don't nobody want anything to do with Boo Boo, right? No. No, nobody want anything to do with Boo Boo. No. Um, unfortunately for Boo Boo, I think he made the wrong mistake of uh, interrupting Cadello's press conference. No, I don't think he did. I've never heard Canelo tell speak English to anybody, and he told Boo Boo. He's like, he said, "I'm not." Listen, listen. One of the all time greats, Clubber Lane, had to run up on Rocky, on the unveiling of his statue and all that kind of stuff like that. I mean, when he committed to, murder. When he, when he, hey, when he committed murder, when he Basically. got at, when he got at Adrian, it was like, show you what a real man looks like. He got that fight right. He got that fight right after that. Boo-Boo's tired of getting walked over. So it's just like, I understand it may not be the perfect boxing etiquette, yeah. but him yeah, running his that. mouth on YouTube, him running his mouth on yeah, Twitter yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's like how that. You get it and I'm, not, I'm not even saying running his mouth like it's a bad thing. No, no, no. He, he wants I it. He truly wants believe that out of everybody, it's, some people say that and then it's just like, okay, they'll yeah, make the numbers yeah. not match to where, okay, man, we'll price just fight. Yeah, they'll price yeah. himself out the fight. I think for the bare minimum, Boo-Boo will fight all these guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I think he's the only one who's not getting an offer, honestly. Yeah, because he's dangerous. Yeah, and he's he's, and he's, he's dangerous now. What is, so, it, what is it? High risk, low reward. High risk, low reward. And the thing is, I think he beats everybody. And I think beats everybody. Not Canelo, not Canelo but I think he's he going to be a lot better. Yeah. I think he's going to be a lot better against Canelo than most people. And it's crazy for Boo Boo too because he's been trying to be more entertaining and more aggressive. And yeah. you've been doing it too long a certain way. Yeah. There's certain things that's just not in you, and but I understand. I, but, but when I watch him, I know what I'm getting from Boo. Yep. I like when he fights. He, yeah. boxes. he boxes. I like, boxes and, I expe- and I and I expect good. that. Boxes so good. he's not bring, he's not going to bring the big drama show like Triple G or anything like that, yeah. the high impact fight. But at the same time, is he's going to he's going to do better than Callum Callum Smith. Oh. He's going to be do he's going to do better than. stop touching. Go ahead. He's going to do a lot better than all those guys. Yes. I think. Well, Callum Smith, he got his loss to Canelo, um, so we'll see what we'll, we'll see where Jamal Charlo ranks on this list of Canelos because we do know that next on his radar is going to be Caleb Plant, and then I guess after, the word is after that is better be even into the sunset is what he wants. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, now moving on from Jamal Charlo, who got the win versus Juan Montiel. Now we're going to skip around. We're going to go high tech. Vasily Lomachenko versus Masayoshi Nakatani. Well, I okay. Got that. Isn't that the building in Die Hard? Uh, that's the Nakatomi. That's the Nakatomi Tower. See, that's what I said. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, Vasily Lomachenko looked like Vasily Lomachenko. Yeah. This is one of these things. He looks great every time, mm-hmm. but he he's so small. Even against this guy, he looks small. Yeah. And this dude gave him a little bit of work. And what he got knocked down the tenth round or something. Something like something, something like, that. like that. But the thing is, though, um, this is the, the, the Vasily Lomachenko we expected, yep. and this is the one that we're uh, used to at the show. Now, I honestly think we're the only sports show, yeah. especially with boxing, that had him barely in the top 10 pound for pound. We had him number nine. We had him number nine, and I was a squeaky number nine, just him sliding in there. But what we had is... We're we saw unpopular it. We that saw we saw him a little overrated. We saw We yeah. saw it. We because the thing is we saw it, and then once he got into the heavier weight class and he's not just you know the, the big fish in the small yeah. pond... 
Yeah. As soon as you ran to Teofimo Lopez, somebody who doesn't have as much experience as him, not saying professionally, should not have lost just, the fight at all. Well, I'm, well on paper, maybe. On paper, yeah, on paper yeah, maybe. Yeah. Outboxed you, bro. And once, and we saw, and we saw it. Once he went up to Jorge Linares and he got knocked down, even though he got that win, he has a problem with bigger fighters. Like that power keeps him off. He, he didn't look that big at first, right? He didn't. He didn't. Nope. And then Teofimo said, "Hey." All that, all that tap dancing and ballroom dancing you was doing, man, that ain't gonna work Box in here. I don't smart. care. I don't care about his fit, footwork. Like the best thing too is I, I'm glad how he wasn't didn't give him no immediate rematch. I love that. I mean, the thing is, we as a fan, I would want to see it, but if I'm in the same shoe, it's not that he's scared because he beat him, but. A little I'm bit in of arrogance maybe from Lomachenko. Hey, didn't, hey. didn't put the rematch clause in there because hey. he had no thoughts of losing. Hey. Hey, I'm the champ now. I'll get to you when I get to you, mm-hmm. bro. I decide whether we run this back or not. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder too. Wilder had that rematch clause in there. He made sure it got in there of everything. That's why, that's why they're fighting again a third time. Well, the thing is, though. They so that's know, one of those hey, things. Lomachenko didn't even cross his mind. It wasn't even thought. Say, who's this young kid uh, going to Yellow had, the rematch cla- had a rematch clause with Billy Joe in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, well, we saw that broken face there. Now, uh, who are we talking about? Vasil Lomachenko versus Nakatomi Building. And this is a good entrance back for Lomachenko. But at his size, what do we do? What do you do with him as a promoter, as a fighter, trainer? Do you just you just either go up to the bigger guys or do you just rain in hell? He's going to have to. He's going to have to. He's going to have to go to the no bigger money. guy because I, I don't really don't want to see him beat up on the smaller guys. Yeah. He's at that... He's in basically weight class purgatory. Yeah, like right. He's too yeah. small. I mean, he's too it's big for the smaller guys. You would think guys. he's a Cuban fighter or something, yeah, right? Yeah, but he's also, you know, he's yeah. his boxing IQ and his boxing ring generalship, like, I think 135 is as high them. as he could probably go. Because what did they, they fought at 130? They fought at 130, right? Yeah, I, so like, I, I stay there. Stay so there let's first. say now, in a perfect world, we still got this Leo Santa Cruz out there. Valdez is at 126, not too no, far uh, off, right? No, 130. He, remember, he moved up. Right. 130. Yeah. Um, interesting how uh, Gervonta Davis kind of skipped right over his weight division there. Did he do that on purpose, or could that boy not make weight, you think? Is that who was it? Gervonta no, Davis. Because he skipped, he skipped over weight. We had a, me and you actually had a conversation about him uh, making weight a long time ago, man. Yes. I, and we've seen, we seen fat Gervonta Davis. We've seen it. <sighs> Even though he's still young, I don't think, I don't think he can make the weight without really, really pushing for it. Yeah. And that's not something that you don't want to drain yourself. Not in this sport, man. And I don't know, the guy like a guy like that just doesn't seem like he has the discipline for it. And it would be hard for him to develop it at this point without having to go through something dramatic or some kind of something that makes you have to build back because it's, it didn't start with it. But Javante Davis, he had a great weight. But we're gonna talk about him in just a second here. So let's finish up. Vasily Lomachenko, he definitely moves up. Or is he, what is that fight, his last fight at 130, right? What's Teofimo the king at? Uh, 135. So that's where he fought last. That's yep. He should just stay there. He's definitely too small for 140. Definitely too small for Josh Taylor or Jose Ramirez, you think? Yeah. 100%. I agree with you there. So he should stay at 135, but there's some good There's some good names out there. Yeah. Santa Cruz is the first one that popped into mind. He, he, already, worked, he already beat Gary Russell Jr., so that but dude. But see, all those guys are small. Yeah. All right, now going into that Gervonta Davis card, um, it was Erickson Lubin versus Jason Rosario. Okay. Now Jason Rosario is coming off of a loss from Jamel Charlo. 
got dropped by a body shot, took the soul out of him. Erickson Lubin, first time back on the back on as a co-main event, right? In a while, yeah, I've seen him been, as a, been, basically an opening act. He's been back, but when thing is, yeah, opening act. Yeah. We've seen, we've not even seen him. We've heard about his fights that he had that they weren't even televised. Last time we saw him, he got knocked back to the beginning of the card. Sure literally, did. one punch mm-hmm. punched you back. Four fights. Jermail Charlo. And that's crazy within seconds. And I, you should don't you should have spent all the money on the outfit. I guarantee that's what it is, man. They looked at that. They're like, "No, nah, you ain't getting on TV for Deontay a minute." Deontay Wilder. Yeah, she, Deontay Wilder should talk to him. That's what it no, was. What are you about? That was older. That was older. But um, but um, I'm not gonna say he looked good. He got the win. He got the win. He, he needed. Got, knocked him out. Yeah. Knocked at one fifty four. So that's good. That's good, man. Because the thing is, I like Erickson Lubin. I want him to continue to be good. He still only has one loss, so his record's still intact. Who else is at one fifty four? We have Jamel Charlo. Uh, who I believe is in a unifying fight uh, this Saturday or next Saturday against um, Brian so Castano. We still got Ares Randy Laura holding the belt. Uh, Brian Castano. Yes. Castano. Who beat? Uh, yeah. So who beat got, Laura. Fuck. My bad. Okay. Dude, man. All right. Um, yeah. So we got Tim Desu, uh Erickson Lubin, Jason Rosario. We got uh, Julian Williams, Swift Herb, yeah. Tony Harrison. Uh, Terrell uh, Gusha, Geisha. Geisha. So Tim Tazu, does he? He had a fight coming up, I think, a big fight. Click on his name, just see if there's a fight coming up. Um, Erickson Lubin, though, he did need that win very bad against Jason Rosario because this is this was a fight for both these guys. We're like, hey, this is gonna be somebody's last fight on TV in a while. Who's it gonna be? And it was Jason Rosario. That's what he gets for spelling his name J A or J E I S O N. Who does that? Who does that? The traditional Rosario spelling last name. Tim Dezu is the you know the son of uh, Costa Zoo. Costa Zoo. And I know he beat beat up Jeff Horn pretty bad recently, but I thought he had a big fight coming up. If, if, if there's nothing there, there's nothing there. Not a big deal. No, it's not even that. I don't know how to spell it. T S Z Y U. Yep. Was I right? Mm-hmm. But I I had it already. Ah. So ah. he had. Um, What month is this? Um, we're, we are July 2nd, I believe. Yep, comes up this Friday. This Friday, okay. Mm-hmm. And who's he fighting? He's fighting a Steve Spark, who's 12-1, uh, and one, 11 okay. knockouts. So he did have a fight coming out, because I know they're trying to get him matched up with somebody pretty big, and I don't remember who. But it's probably going to be one of those names right there, because if I remember correctly, they're trying to get they're trying to bait somebody out to Australia. And eh, I don't think it happened. And against, against that lineup, you have to worry about. Now, the main event of that night was Gervonta Davis versus Mario Barrios. This was a, uh, what, well, David and Goliath-type style matchup because of the height and size difference? Uh, I couldn't say, I mean, if that's what you mean by David and Goliath, one guy's Just, big and one yeah. guy's small, then yeah. Um, Mario Barrios is way big, was way bigger, like, stature-wise than Gervonta uh, yeah. Davis, but that's the What was Mario Barrios' record and Gervonta Davis's record? Because I know... I feel like Gervonta Davis was already the more experienced fighter just off the top of my head in there. Because Mario Barros is a legit solid fighter. He was. Yeah. But this is one of these things where sometimes I've seen it happen to we've seen it happen to Paul uh, Punisher Williams. I've seen it happen to the Willie Nelson. Great amateur standout. With these tall, lanky guys. Great jabs. Mario Barros was 26-0 and 0 at that time. And, oh yeah, okay. So 17 knockouts. Yeah. Both undefeated. Both undefeated. So their records were similar. Okay. 
Their records were similar. Just Javante's knocked almost everybody out. That's mm-hmm. the only difference. And he knocked out this guy too, Mario Barros. Now, this is, to me, I thought Javante Davis' best performance I've ever seen. He moved so much better. And then the thing is, like, I think that I think uh, this is where the kind of thing that you were talking about where the stature takes place yeah. is because, like, I don't, even though Leo Santa Cruz outboxed him, I don't think he really saw Leo Santa Cruz as having the power to do it. Like, I think yeah. he, I think with uh, Mario Barrios, he he had him to where it's like he had to respect his dude a little bit more. So you saw him use his head movement. Yep. You saw him use his footwork a little bit. He boxed him. He the jab was the crazy. Ja- the jab looked really good. And then he, really also, count- he also countered. He, um, I had him dominating that fight. They gave the first four rounds to Mario Barros. You could give him one or two, but there's no way he got all four. I had him dominating that fight. Yeah, but so. I guess I guess the unofficial scorecards were a little bit different. Um, the way he took away his jab was amazing to me because I, I don't think I've seen anybody do that really except Floyd. There's not that many fighters that know that Canelo can find a way to do. Like Canelo does, does stuff Canelo like does, that too, yeah. and and it's one of those things where if a fighter does it, they're usually forced into it due to circumstance. Something else happens on the game plan, it becomes Plan B. But when you get that as a perfect game plan and it works and sticks through the whole fight, that's Especially something like it's just easy to get, I guess, sucked into the hype with the, with the stature of Mario Barros. I knew he was a good, solid name, but Javante Davis shows that he carries his power. That's for sure. So he went from one twenty six to one thirty five, or one thirty. No, he went from one thirty to thirty five. Okay, one thirty yeah, to one thirty five. Yeah, he, he had a problem making weight for a while. Uh, always, always, Yank Davis there. What if you had to? If you were Mario Barros. Where do you go with him next? Because he lost the title on this one, right? Okay. So, do we do we go up and wait, or do we try to stay? Because he's got a he's tall, got a big enough frame. He can go up what five pounds to one forty. But now we're in the same realm as Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez, a couple names there. Usually, one forty could be seen as I guess it used to be seen as passing through until Terrence Crawford got there. Yeah. Now everybody wants all uh, four. I mean, it would be good to see him in there because we still got Jose Ramirez, uh, Regis Progress, Rugaru, Victor Postal. They still got him. I guess they got him on here. WBC top ten. Uh, Pablo Cesar uh, Cano. Cano. Now, Javante Davis specifically said that he wanted. He told Ramirez and Josh Taylor to wait at one forty because he's coming. How do you think he would pan out versus Jose Ramirez? The way that he looked this past Saturday, I think he would do all right. I think he would probably beat Ramirez. I think I think he would do all right. So I don't think he would beat Josh Taylor though. I just don't. I don't think he would beat um, Josh Taylor. Not at one forty, anyways. My my heart and my head always conflicts. I always say take the boxer, but depends on who sometimes the fighter is. Like a Javante Davis, I might pick him. So yeah, it would be. It would it would be. You know you know Josh Taylor reminds me of. (laughs) Josh what? Josh Taylor, uh-huh. you know, it reminds me of like the way I, I feel about him, the way I felt about uh, Danny Garcia. It's just like he continues to surprise me. Yeah, no, I, I got think you. he should lose, and he just doesn't because his boxing is immaculate. Even if you didn't know boxing or anything else, and you just looked at him, he doesn't look like the tough guy. Yeah, he doesn't look like the tough yeah. guy that should win. Yeah. Just doesn't, doesn't, just doesn't look like that mean tough guy that should win. That's what it is. So, so well. So Javante. it'll be it'll be it'll be good to see what's going to happen, man. It's like, you know what? We we talked about this especially when we first started the show, but even now it's more evident than ever that boxing's just full of a whole bunch of high school rumors, man. So like, you can't even really talk. I mean, everything is fantasy at this point. Now, one of the things actually I wanted to talk about that we just passed over was uh, with the PBC and Jermel Charlo. Before we finish up with this one, 
the universe always balances out, right? We've talked. I showed you the Chris Weidman thing. Yeah. Now is the PBC about to become victim of their own success, like Top Rank did to themselves, and they're suffering from it right now? Like, it would it be better? It's probably better for Terence Crawford to leave Top Rank at this moment to get a, to get the fight he wants. Now the PBC is starting to do the same. Just follow the same formula as all they're doing. So. It, is it coming full circle now and starting to bite him in the tail end while they're not getting a Cadello Triple G fight? These are things to think of. Now, Gervonta Davis is with Mayweather Promotions, luckily, but he also gets fights under PBC cards. So he's probably one of the only ones out of all these other fighters that can actually fight these other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he, he's the only one out, out of that PBC, really. You know? And that's it, because the rest of them, because Eric Loops on the car, but he's a straight PBC fighter. He's not made with the promotions. So it's, it, it's a shame too, because you got a little thing like paperwork getting in the way of, you know, as you I don't know if you guys can hear in the background watching the uh, Four Kings documentary, yeah. uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, Four Horsemen or whatever. The, how you, you know, how you feel about Mayweather now with the beard and the chains? I don't like it. You don't like it I at don't all. Like it, mm-hmm. but. You know, watching it, you know, where Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and you know, yeah. you know, the Hitman Hearns and all that kind of stuff. These guys fought each other. All in this, and it's about Cobra. and it's about being the best. And if you want to be the best, you can't let things like paperwork get in the way. Four Kings. That's like man, the Motor City Cobra. That's a great nickname, by the way, because that jab. Now we're gonna get into a guy who uh, has been quite a lot of debate topics. Inoue, Inoue, the monster uh-huh. versus Michael Desmarinis. Now. This is one of the things me and my girl don't watch too much boxing together. But every time there's a Filipino on the screen, I always point him out. Okay. And now I do this, and all of a sudden she felt devastated that this guy misrepresented all Filipinos across the world. I'm like, no, no. You can't. Slow down, Don't look at the record. Don't look, just slow down, slow down. This guy was here because he was the best available. But even the best available right now is not much of a challenge. Hey. The monster, baby. This, this this dude's real, uh, man. Can I get an apology? Sure, I, I will definitely give you an apology on either way because he is he's savage, bro. Yeah, he's did, a savage, man. You like, didn't want him in the top ten. I didn't. I just didn't think he had the resume for it. But this is also the a, same thing. The why when we, when we when we talked about him, he was a champ already. Yeah. But the way he was punishing and he continues to do this. And these are body shots. He's not even just oh. knocking against. These are body That's shots. That's what people makes are, it worse. People are crumbling. That's under. what makes it worse. He's not chopping them down. It's nope. one punch blows. Mm-hmm. Now I had to. I had to come to acceptance that I that I needed to treat Inouye the same way I treated Lomachenko when uh-huh. it came to ranking him on the P for P. Because I saw P. I saw Lomachenko a little overrated, but his skill level is so insanely good. That's why so many people just had to suck him off and put him yeah. on this top list. And it's kind of like that with Inouye, except that power, and he's good, and he's savage. He'll, he'll he'll never back up. That's gonna be his only downfall is when he gets in there with someone really really slick. He's a Japanese fighter, brother. Oh, samurai! Yeah, don't, don't, hey, don't worry about backing down, man. Kamikaze, baby. Even sumo, he's, he's, he's like, we'll, take, we'll take both of us out. So Inouye, Michael Desperinis, he knocked him. I, I want to say he knocked him out with a body shot in like the. Fourth, it was a KTFO body shot, is what I said. Yeah, it was the first KTFO body shot I've ever seen. Like where he, he just hit the ground and the ref stopped it. Like uh, that's he's like you know, man. It's, that's insane. When they go down, they get delayed, and then you know it's, it's over. If it's a delayed body shot, the if they don't go down right away, if it's delayed, they're not getting up. 
It just seems like that's the regiment. They they don't they do not get up. It's crazy too because there's three kind of punches you can see. If you, if for a man at least, if you see another man kicked in the nuts, you, you look away, you feel the pain, you never look back, right? If someone's getting knocked out, you can't stop staring. Yeah. You play it back, play it back. When someone gets hit with a body shot, you're just like, ah, is he okay? I know that hurt. I'll check in on him later. He's got to be okay. Ooh, that one, I felt it. You lose no face or respect. But I don't know if it's worse than... I'd rather not take the body shot and lose a little respect, maybe. I don't know. Because that was some powerful stuff by Inouye. Now, for him, he's on path now to face another Filipino who I like to recognize in April. My man, Nonito Denaire, the Filipino Flash. Been a big-time supporter and fan of this man here. The Filipino he Flash. Got, he got his win against uh, Ahmed something terroristy. Something, something, something September 11th. Um, knocked ktfo him in the fourth round with his famous left hook. It was beautiful. And it just set him on pace now to face Inouye for a rematch, which was fight of the year in 2019, I think. 2019. So, And I, the thing is, we... Um, He's kind of like the, the, and I hate to compare him just because he's Filipino, yeah. like Pacquiao. It's just like he continues to really show who he is, and he's still a great fighter. I'm still waiting on the age to catch up in the he's ring. He's going to catch up with everybody here. It so, might happen. Oh, who's it going to happen to first? This but, is, remember the first but remember their fight. This is, he has to be way a, better than what yeah. we thought he was going to do. There's going to be a bet out there. Who's going to age faster, Nonito or Pacquiao in their next fights? There you go. One's going against Errol Spence. One's I, going against Nonito Dinero. I think, I think Pacquiao. I think he has a lot of miles, and the people that he's fought, his resume is impeccable. I think those are gonna. I think all those punches are gonna catch up to him at one time. Hit him like a ton of bricks. Well, I have the right to discuss that fight the day okay. before. All right. Because I have too much to say about that fight, and I, I'm. A, I don't. I feel like I just met a new girlfriend when it comes to talking to that fight. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. Now, Inouye versus Michael Desmarinis. KTFO, first body shot KTFO, at least in Squared Circle 101 history. Now, there's one fight this weekend. It's Chris Colbert. I don't know if it's Colbert or Colbert versus uh, Tugger Nuts Nayambar. Uh, from uh, Indo, I think he's Indonesian or something, right? Nah, it's, uh, I, forgot, I forgot what he is actually. He's but definitely Asian, I think. Let me see. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what he was. but um, He's like one of them Asian, one of them Asian slims, you know, like Muslims. That's from Theo Bomb right there. Now, uh, my man Tugger Nuts Neon Bar, Chris Colbert. My only beef with this dude is the nickname Primetime. I don't know who gave him the nickname. I don't know if he's related to Dion Sanders. But that is one of these nicknames out there. It may be too soon to try to, to try to use right now. Because Deion Sanders is still, you know. Out there doing it. We know who Primetime is. I mean, look, 50 Cent's waited till the gangster died, right? Then he took his name. Out of respect, right? This is what it is. That's how you do it. Chris Colbert versus Tug Nambar. Now, this is a last-minute replacement because he's supposed to go against uh, Eurokas Gamboa, Yeah. right? Crazy. That so, Tug's is 12-1 uh, with nine knockouts. Chris Colbert, what's his record? Because we've been... Mongolia is where it's from. That's where it was. That's where it was. So, if there was a terrorist 15, Asian country, it would be Mongolia. 15-0 and 0 with six knockouts. So these guys are right there near the same level. Chris Colbert, this is a guy who I know we've talked about quite a few times, but never enough on, at this level. as He's never been the conversation for the main event, right? And I, 
it's it's what was what's he been fighting like what once a year? Let me see. Chris Colbert. Yeah. Everybody gets kind of a pass 2020, so, but not really. Yeah, so he actually fought. So this will be his first fight this year. He actually fought twice last year. Well, one in the beginning, one in the end. One in January, one in December. That's probably and, why. Uh, no, then he fought one, two, three, four times in 2019. Okay, and okay. One, two, 2018. One, two, Okay, so he's just been so coming up yeah. fast. Okay. More power to him. More power to him. Okay, I mean, well, I guess we've only been doing the show now going on four years, so that's how long we've been talking about him. But this is the first time we get to mention him as the main event of the evening. Chris Colbert versus Tug Nayambar. Now with Tuggernuts being the last replacement it's dangerous. opponent. It's dangerous. It's Who really, are you picking really, on this? I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the boxer man, Chris Colbert. Going with primetime. I'm going with primetime. It's hard to go against primetime, even when you hear the name and you know it's not Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. This is one of these things. There's, there's no way neither one of these guys are really gonna be prepared for each other's style because it's not what you trained for. Yeah. But on the last minute thing, one's prepared for 12 rounds and one isn't. Just kind of period, you know, because you're the last minute replacement. You're training as a replacement possibly. Or the other one's turned it down. One's been training for, training for twelve rounds. Yeah. One just got the call. So mm-hmm. unless but, tugs, but if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's right. That's right. It's a that's a, it's a shoot a slogan on this box of condoms that he sells <laughs> <laughs> called Shooters. <laughs> that's a. I think we just don't steal that. I think we just started a new business here. Shooter condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Blast it. Blast it. There's nothing else after that. Every condom has to be black, bro. <laughs> has to be. Anyways, now the moment everybody's been waiting for. Are you ready for this? I am ready for this. Okay, and we got some time here going. All right, so now I'm going to go through this list of what we currently have. Did you want to pull up that, that boxing scene thing? I sure do. And then also, you get what you guys are talking what we're talking about, you guys, is this is Square Circles 2021. Pound for pound, top ten list. List. And I don't know how soon it will be till we revisit it. Um, the last one we did, this was last edited at the end of February. Um, I don't remember that far back as far as for if this is just the first time we did it, or when we could complete it since the last. Yeah, one. we complete. Yeah, it took us two days, I think, to complete the uh, last list or something like that. Well, should we start off here? I can start off by giving a couple of the ones that. Uh, like people have out already. Oh yeah, let's go through and that real quick like here that. because it will, then it. I can see. Well, might as well just go through our list now while you're looking at it. Okay, so ESPN uh, ten one Francisco Estrada, nine Alexander Usyk, eight Vasily Lomachenko. They just love that guy. They love that dude. Seven Josh Taylor, ten I mean six Tyson Fury, five Teofimo Lopez, four Earl Spence, three Naila. Inoue, two Terrence Crawford, one Canelo Alvarez. Only two fighters aren't on that list. Aren't ESPN fighters? That you said that aren't. That are not. Oh. Well, three counting Usyk actually. The rest of them all ESPN fighters. Okay. Errol Spence, Canelo, and yeah. Box wreck. Mm-hmm. Pound for pound, top ten. Ten Oscar Valdez, nine Demetrius Andrade. Eight, Gervonta Davis. Seven, Jamal Charlo. Six, Triple G. Five, Anthony Joshua. Four, Earl Spence. 
three, Tyson Fury, two, Terrence Crawford, one, Canelo Alvarez. Okay. That one there seemed a little bit more reasonable. Wait, 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 that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's the box rep. So, top for uh, one to ten, Canelo, Crawford, Fury, Spence, Joshua, Triple G, Charlo, Jamal, Javante Davis, Andre, and Valdez. Interesting. Interesting, because there's arguments for a lot of those names there, too. I mean, this is the reason why we're doing That's this. That's why we're doing this. That's right. Because there is an argument for each one of these guys, and I completely understand. We it. didn't get a chance to speak about Oscar Valdez and his. Um, we didn't have any show available at the time with his great performance over Miguel Burchell. Yeah. That was amazing. That was, first, that was the first fight I've ever bet on, and I won. Really? Yeah. Good. I took Oscar Valdez on that one. Fought beautifully. Beautifully. Fought. So good. Okay. Now I'm going to go through our list right here. So. The current this is the old list. This is the old list, edited February twenty sixth. So we'll go from number one to ten. Two thousand nineteen. Two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty. So Canelo number one. Okay. Crawford number two. Okay. Fury number three. Okay. That seems to be the general consensus across the board right now. Okay. That's what that's what we have. That's what we have. That's what it sounded like. ESPN had. Okay. And it sounded like what Boxrec had too. So right now everybody kind of seems to be in agreement on that one. We well, we'll at work because I know they didn't have it, but were we were we ahead of our time because we've been saying February twenty six two thousand twenty. This is their current one. We were saying that a while ago. At February twenty six two thousand twenty, they had Lomachenko number one. Oh, all right, of course. Number four, we had Usyk. Okay, and that's because he was the reigning four uh, four belt champion in the cruiserweight and just, division and had his first fight at heavyweight at the time. Okay. Now, since we haven't really seen Usyk in a while, does he drop or lose any points for that? He does to me. Cause this is one of these things where there's a part of me wants to give fighters the benefit of the doubt. Cause of COVID understandable, but I didn't miss a day of work. You know what I'm saying the fights were out there. You know what I'm saying? You just had to either want, you had, you just wanted to, you Could've just had, had to be pat, the one padded your record. You should have been the one to take the fight, even if it was for less money, to stay active or just stay, keep your name out there. And Usyk only had one fight since his last... Can pull him up, see what his last fight was real quick. Uh, U-S-Y-K is his last name there. Because I don't even know if I have him on this list right now. You don't, so, you don't, you don't have him... T- I'm gonna, so right now I'm going to take Usyk and I'm going to just push slide him to number 10 at the moment. And we can move him up so or down, can, take so him off. We, so, okay, yeah. So, we can write it down if you wanted to. You guys, we are going with this on the fly, too. So, yes. this is not nothing we're discussing. So, you're hearing an actual as, as we discussion go. of this. So, Usyk was 18-0 with 13 knockouts. His last fight was uh, October 2020 versus Derek Tesor. Not not too long ago. That's not right. He knocked out Tesor. Did, did he have two fights in 2020? Nope. Just one. Just then, one? Okay. And then literally a year before that with Chaz Weatherspoon. I think that was his first fight at it's, heavyweight. And that was October of 2019? 19, correct. But that would make sense why February 2020, early. But, you know, it's still familiar in our head. So we're going to slide him down to number 10 at the moment. Maybe on the list, this, off the list. Okay. Because uh, next we had at number five we had Errol Spence Jr. Okay. Right. Then we had Wilder at six. Okay. Triple Wilder, G. At, well, I'm just gonna say this: Wilder's off. We had Triple G at seven. Okay. We had Mikey Garcia at eight. Okay. Lomachenko at nine and Inoue at ten. Man. Does Mikey Garcia 
Deontay Wilder, possibly Triple G, stay on the list with us. So, Deontay Wilder, no. And I love the guy. On the list at all? On the list at all. Just because the way he conducted himself? No, not just because the way he conducted himself. It's because before... Before, before, yeah, I understand that. But before this, I had the argument with, um, I had picked Anthony Joshua to be Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder before he lost to Andy Ruiz. His heart, his heart, where he showed in Andy Ruiz is why I picked Deontay Wilder over him afterwards. Now with this one, he does have a problem with people who can box. And just like my argument before that preceded that was, Anthony Joshua has the power and he has the boxing he has the boxing uh, IQ to beat a Deontay Wilder. And then nobody so. expected the Gypsy King to return. Who I said runs I, the table I, and continues to will continue to run the table. I didn't say he couldn't. I didn't think I knew he could, but uh, I was a little I, impressed how close I predicted that last fight though. I said sixth round, he got about the seventh round. You asked your boy PJ on that one too. Mm-hmm. So now Deontay Wilder, so oh, we just off this list completely. Your, he found your earbuds. He did. I forgot to. I forgot to grab them. Yes, I already, bought, yeah. I already bought a pair to replace my girls' ones too. So now I can just leave the little ones at work or sell them. Yeah, sweet. I had a feeling there because I was like, Those, I, yeah. I scanned the room. All iPhone users I already yeah. knew it. Um, all right, Deontay Wilder, you want to move him off of this list completely? Completely. Yeah. Okay. So now let's say with this, that's going to say we have nine spots with no Deontay Wilder, right? I got two lists going here. Um, no Wilder. So then who makes the list, assuming that Usyk stays on it, if we're taking Wilder off? Because I think Wilder should still be on there, but let me see who you got in mind. Because Well, Josh Taylor has to be on there. I 100% agree. I mean, yeah. you, you don't unify all belts. You don't unify all belts and not and be not, considered. And not and be not on be, there. We, you do this with everybody. Like, And then also we got Teofimo Lopez. And it's not like he did it at 110 pounds yeah. or you know something, uh, one of these passive through weights normally. Yeah. Um, he did it with... Because so, the thing is, like we're going, we're going off like feeling what they're what they what they post, but also also their accomplishment. Teofimo Lopez. So, that's obvious. he's on there, but this is kind of like number eleven spot. Hold what? on, now who had a tougher time? I guess maybe this maybe I guess it would be only Josh Taylor on this one who had a tougher time collecting all the belts out of the four versus Terrence Crawford, but Terrence Crawford is just so much better. Yeah, it naturally was harder for those guys. Anyways, so Teofimo Lopez, if he's on the list, does Lomachenko even still need to be there? I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I'm with you on this. I don't think he makes the list at all. So for him (coughs) to even be at number seven is crazy to me when I hear them talking about that. Because I'm like, the minute he lost to Teofimo Lopez, on two levels, he got kicked off that list for me. Because, for one, there's no, you, he was bigger than you thought. And, and And you gave up early rounds and lost the fight, right? Yeah, he was waiting for it to kick on, and it looks like he his plan was not going. He was like, hey, this kid's way better than what I thought. Bigger than I thought, better than I thought. So you underestimated him, and he's a young kid that should not have been able to beat you because of it. So I, I, I think I think Lomachenko should definitely be off this list, but I still think Wilder should be too. But now they had Juan Francisco Estrada on there. Yeah, Juan Francisco. He shouldn't Francisco. be on there, though. He no. just lost to uh, he just lost to Chocolatito in the rematch, in their third fight, I believe. Can you ch- check on double-check this for me because – um, he lost to Chocolatito, and Chocolatito's on on path for a third fight with Soren Visai. If I am correct, I got up at three in the morning to watch Soren Visai's last fight in Thailand. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I guess we should look up. 
Chocolatito no, probably be easier to find than one Estrada. No, he beat he beat Chocolatito. He did the last yep. one. He beat him. Yep. So he so his last couple of fights where uh, he beat, beat Soren Visai, mm -hmm. uh, Dwayne Beeman, Carlos Quadras. Mm -hmm. You know, back me. We haven't seen yeah. him in a while. Uh, Chocolatito. And uh, they got a, he got a rematch with Chocolatito later on this year. Yeah, and then and he beat him that one too. No, they have a rematch later on that's coming up this okay. year. All right, and that's going to be the third fight then, I think for them. Or is that their free match? Is going to be that one? That's going to be their second rematch. fight. Okay. All right, so uh, they had who had about who had him even on the top ten? Was that ESPN or boxing or uh, box uh, rack? I think it was box red. Yeah, I don't see ESPN doing that to Estrada because Estrada fights no, on. No, no, so ESPN. It was ESPN. They had him at number ten, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know if he makes that t top ten list, but I don't have him at top. I don't have him at top ten. Now here's because like because like the thing is, it's just like who you beat to. Uh, Chocolatito. I don't think he's fully recovered and been back the way he has. He's still he's still killing, but I don't think he's been. He's not. A, and then, how do I say this not being disrespectful? He's not a shell of himself, but the boogeyman is gone. Yeah, the, boogie, the boogeyman is gone. Scared of you no so more. it's just like so you beat so you beat him. You beat him with a split decision. So it wasn't something convincing to mm -hmm. go in the top ten. Yeah, I'm talking about the best of the best being convincing, and that's the reason why Teofimo Lopez and Josh Taylor get the nod for me. So I I definitely agree on those two guys. If you, Being on to it. me, if you unify the belts, probably I guess if you unify all the belts in any division, you should be automatically considered for that top ten list, probably. No yeah. matter what division it is, just because you got all the belts well, in you, the four you belt cleared, era, you cleared it out, and we haven't seen that done a lot. So Triple G didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Canelo hasn't done it yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy that that we got to see four. Me and you personally. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane, right? Okay, so now. I got Canelo, Crawford, Tyson Fury. Are we still agreeing on those top three? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So who goes to number four if we move Usyk back or off the list? I don't think Usyk comes off that list. Okay. I, I like Usyk. Yeah, I like Usyk because he still did. He didn't lose any belts. Mm -hmm. He went up in weight class, and I'm not gonna. And I'm not gonna his default next him fights, for that. His next fight is against uh, Tyson Fury. I'm mean, sorry, uh, Anthony Joshua, mm -hmm. and um, he is Ukrainian. So he was, when COVID started, in Russia, Ukraine. Trump was our president. Who knows if that had any issues with him getting to fight in the States? I don't know. Possible. Not even making a joke there. Now, um, so we, I got Usyk here still. We'll figure out where he goes. Errol Spence. Is he number, we had him at number five after Usyk. Does he move up? Because he did beat Danny Garcia pretty good. Pretty convincingly after smashing a Ferrari in front of his own mural, right? Mm-hmm. And then Mikey Garcia. Does Mikey Garcia stay on this list at all? I don't think he does. I don't think he does I, think, I don't think he does. I, I think he should be off. So, so, here, just last, Chris Algieri, Leonard Bundu, Kel Brook, Lamont Peterson, Carlos Camp, Ocampo, Mikey Garcia, Sean Porter, Danny Garcia, and he got Manny Pacquiao. Earl so, Spence. Earl Spence. Solid. Now, I, I can't wait to talk about him and Pacquiao because that's a fight that I'm going to try not to overlook, not look too much into and get caught up in the hype because I still, I might put money on that fight. We'll see how it goes. So do you think Errol Spence is a solid number four or number five? I think so. Then where does Inoue fit? Do you put Inoue above Spence? This is a question. 
because I don't think so. I think Spencer's above Inouye based just off of the ac- most recent accolades, I guess. But I would um I would have Spence above him. Like Inouye, I would have him probably because where did we have him before? We had him in number nine. We had him in number nine. But now we've would added Josh Taylor and Teofimo Lopez to the list. I have I'd have those two ahead of Inouye. You do? Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you're agreeing with me on this one. Yeah. So then. Usyk, where does he fall in? Where does Triple G fall in? Because we got Boo Boo out there who's been consistently fighting. Uh, we got but inconsistent. Yeah, but no, nah, he's he's, he's fought once once a year, twice a year. He sh- I think he's fought twice a year. I'm not sure. It's it's tough with that guy because when you see one fight, you feel like you've seen all of them, unfortunately. Because um, that's it's his, that's his gift and curse, basically, with his skill set. And I do like. I think he's going to get the Canelo lottery before anybody else after Caleb Plant. Um, if because uh, I don't think Canelo would be crazy to go right after Bitter Beef. Actually, it might See, be genius. Yeah, too. unanimous decision was uh, earlier this year versus Liam Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Keeler was January last year, so a year before that. Then uh, Masiej Suletsky. So um, fought once a year. Yeah, bro. That's it. So okay. two in 2019. So, so it's just I, and I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Andre fan. So we're not going to base this off of what everybody else has because usually everybody else is wrong. So here, hold on. I can't even see what you what oh, you got going on here. Or so. Yes. So, so that's this current. That's who's on the list here. So if you look over to the right, this these are all the the names that kind of fell off. Some of them might be on here. Some of them might got not you. Be. Um, with Anthony Joshua, does he stay? Does he? Because we had him off the list because of his loss to Andy Ruiz. Didn't mm-hmm. even put Andy Ruiz on the list. No. Didn't think he deserved. And honestly, it. I didn't like the way I. Did, I used his name as a reference to Deontay Wilder and how I thought they would run. But even his win, even uh, Anthony Joshua's win against Andy Ruiz in the rematch, I didn't like the way he looked. So he looked I timid. Don't think, he looked I don't, very timid. Nah, bro. You got, you got, it's not necessarily what you did. It's basically what you didn't do. Everybody, yeah. Some people look better and they accomplish more than you. So uh, Anthony Joshua didn't unify no titles like uh, Usyk or... Uh, Taylor, Teofimo, Teofimo, Crawford did, yeah. yeah. So it's just so I, I see you getting bumped for those reasons, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not put somebody on the list because, uh, you know, favorites. I, I think that they accomplished more. They cleared out a division. And you still think Deontay Wilder should not be on this list? Let's just go through here. So where would he, where where would he fit if he deserves to be on this list? Okay, so so if I'm doing it, is is that ten right there? Should be, because uh, yeah, Canelo one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah, so ten would be Wilder right now. I think or he would be eleven. I think. Okay, so, so, I don't want. I don't think Usyk should should have fell that far. So I would have Usyk probably after Spence, then probably. Bovina way. Yeah, yeah. I would honestly have. I would honestly probably have. So this this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. So I got Usyk. So I got Usyk five. Mm-hmm. So I got Usyk five. Yep. And then I got Josh Taylor. I got after Teof- Usyk. Yep. And we and we I think we both agree that Taylor above Teofimo because he went through everybody. Yeah, he to went get through him, everybody right? to get him. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then I have Teofimo Lopez. Correct. Then I have Inoue. So you argue with me so much over Inoue last time to get him to move up one spot is what you're telling me? Yes, because a lot so has from happened. Nine to, uh, to a eight. lot has happened. Because if if Teofimo Lopez or Josh Taylor don't have didn't 
have those belts, we're not talking about them pound for pound. You have a point there. Yeah, but so also like, so without so with adding those guys to this because that's an extra spot. So he moves up to six, and if possibly not, yeah, he moves up to six because the thing is, we're not Canelo's going to Canelo, mm-hmm. Crawford's Crawford, Tyson Fury, Spence, Uzi, like all these like how Look can up, you when move did them? Josh Taylor fight Regis Progress? Because this beat is him bad too. Beat him really bad, really bad. Yeah, Regis Progress. Yeah, I don't think he made some smart decisions lately. Fighting on Triller against uh, Ivan Redcatch. Knocked him out with a phantom body punch. Got beat up by Mark Wahlberg and Spencer's whatever. Whatever that movie was with the dude from, you know, the, my, my man from uh, Wakanda. What his name is. All right, so he beat Ivan Redcatch earlier this year. Uh, he beat. When he lost to Josh Taylor, when did he fight? Uh, that was October 2019. October 2019. So mm-hmm. there's two things that happened here. We either disrespected Josh Taylor in 2019 or we're giving him too much credit over Inoue. Because when he... When we last did this in February we 2020. Disres- we so we, did, we, despre- we, we disrespected him. him. Okay. Because most of the time... That's what I think too. Most of the time we're picking against him. And it's not because we don't like him. It's just because we don't think he does it. And he continues to disappoint. Remember all the times he, I picked Billy against... Hoyle. Hey, all the times I picked against Danny Garcia and... I just kept losing. So I warned you about that one. I told you. I told you. Shut gonna, up. I told you he was going to He was going to work with TC. I told no, you. I, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that one. It was the. Um, it was the Keith Thurman, and I just went with Danny Garcia because I was sick of losing, and yeah. then he disappointed me. I did that one too. <laughs> but okay, so I think I agree with you on this one, though. I think we did disrespect Josh Taylor. I wasn't sold on Teofimo Lopez. I don't think Teofimo Lopez should be above Inouye, honestly. You don't think so? I don't think so because so so he got one. Okay, so I, I, and I'm going to contradict myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you said we shouldn't base our list off of like what everybody else is doing because they're usually wrong, mm-hmm. but everybody across the board literally had Vasily Lomachenko in their top five pound True, for pound, yeah. and this is who he won to unify these belts. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's true because he's the high tech. We see his skill level. Yeah. We see his skill level. Who did and you have winning that fight? Who did who did you pick to win that fight? Lomachenko. Yeah. Easy. Same. Yeah, I thought I thought I was gonna make easy work of him, honestly. Yeah. So and this is this shows that how much discredit now that I think about it that we gave Tiafimo because he was knocking everybody out. So we have and and the same thing is what the my 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 second favorite fighter right now, Shakur Stevenson. Mm-hmm. This is the first time like we need this from Shakur Stevenson. We need him in a ring so we can actually tell how good he is. Him beating Lomachenko, who we argue is one of the best boxers in the sport, period. It showed what Teofimo Lopez is capable of. I don't, like, with that discipline and his game plan and him sticking with it, his power, his skill, his timing, there's not, that list is very small yeah. on who can beat him. Yeah, that's true. I'm saying he's going to have to move up and wait. Now, here's, here's, here's one that I actually think I should change is uh, this one right here. And you might even agree with me on that one. You gonna take Triple G off? I think Triple G goes, and I think Valdez takes his spot, and that's me. I think Oscar Valdez does it because of he's fought nothing but champs. His his performance I thought against Miguel Burchell was so good, the way he boxed him, and then and just beat him down, beat him down, like. I, I've always loved Oscar Valdez. I, I always like There was a part I, of me when, when he took the Burchell fight Like was Was he trying to Was he avoiding Shakur It was my first kind of thought Because he went up But then it was before The Burchell fight It's like okay That's well worth it And the way they slighted him dude Like wait 
president of Mexico called him, not yeah. me. Yeah. They just called him only. Wait, the 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 WBC called him. Uh, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Senior, my idol, called him. All right. So, so my mind says no. <laughs> but my body. He is the. Pot. But I love him. I love him, and I'm not going to fight you for that. I will let I will let Valdez have that number nine spot. So does Wilder? See now I'm starting to second guess. Does Wilder and Triple G deserve to be on this list still? Well, we need one person has to. Someone has to, but now because there's there's I don't know. See the so, okay, the Charlos okay, okay. ruined so themselves. Check this, out, for check, this out, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Hear me. Hear me okay. out. Hear me out. What if Valdez goes number ten? Okay, I'm listening. Over and then Wilder goes number nine. I could see that because everything Wilder has accomplished, and then look who he lost to our pound for pound number three. Yeah, Gypsy King. Can we default him for losing to a guy who's we have higher than him? Not really. Not really. So that's a legit move right there. So and it's you know so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see now. Uh, just because you, you know, of the loss, now, I don't. I don't think well, now, Valdez can jump him though. Now, you know he's right there behind Teofimo Lopez now. Now this is where it's going to start to mess with my own head because Teofimo Lopez he beat the one guy, but up until that point it was just all knockouts, right? Yeah. We just watched anyway give somebody a KTFO to the body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he hasn't had that test of that one guy. Yeah. The closest thing was Nonito Denaire. And I don't even know if they deserve a rematch, real really. He beat them pretty, he, pretty, pretty soundly. But he took that—he took that ass open like yeah. a champ, oh, though. Yeah. It's like, it's like he, took, he took that beating. I don't think Nonita's looking forward to that fight again. But it's, it's on a crash collision course for it. So Inoue at so he he moved up one spot, bro. Yeah. It, look at what happened. Yeah. No, that's what it look is. Look at look at what happened. How, what was the last time Inoue fought? And I think this is one of these seasons where he fought early. Well, I, I think he's going to be this fight. He's going to be cursed, cursed to his own division, basically. I think so too. Because he's uh, fighting 118 pounds. There's no other big names floating around there, unless he goes up to what 126 is next. Nah, it's uh, 122. One, 122, and who's at 122? So he's at. So okay. We so, got yeah. Rigandow. I think he has a fight coming up actually. Yeah, he's. Um, yeah, I think he's a product of his division. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's he's killing everybody in there, I think he's uh, he's going to be at fault, and that's the reason why he can't jump up. He has no names that he can be like. If he beats this guy, this yeah. is going to shoot him up. And then, so, what did you say? Who's at what one twenty two? Yeah, because that's the next thing for him. Because the one thing that that keeps Lewis Neary, Brandon Figueroa, uh, lost. yeah, Brandon Figueroa, he's, he's Steve funny, Fulton, yeah. you got Daniel Daniel Roman, um, Carlos Castro. Okay, so there's a couple names, and then 126 is where some bigger fish are. Yeah, that's where fights. the big, yep, the so featherweight division. If there's any, I don't speak any Japanese, anyway, but if you if you got your translator list, listening, you need to follow the same formula that Lomachenko had. Because the only thing that separates you, your two probably in the bank right now, is because of the path. Because Lomachenko demanded bigger size, more money. Bigger size, more money. And I don't know, this could be just, it's not a language barrier, that's for sure. It's negotiating at the table. And also the, whatever your team chose is your path. And if he's sitting at this one, he should be, he should probably already be at 122 right now. What's his, how tall is this dude? Because, you know, he's Asian, so I'm guessing, like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 5'5". Five, five. Correct. Boom. 5'5". Five, five. It's not a stereotype, it's a fact. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> that all Asians are five five. Daniel Tosh said it, not me. I just put it. <laughs> now, how tall is Donita Tanier? <laughs> this was five five. Five seven. All right, we back. All right, now. That's the only thing with Inoue because Lomachenko's moved up every time, right? He went from 122 to Rigandau, and then he was too big for Rigandau. Lenny Nodonera looks like um, like Bruno Mars in this picture he has. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, they're both Filipinos, so now you're I'm, just racist. I'm, I'm, I'm saying okay, I see the similarities. Stop the Asian hate. Stop the Asian hate. Okay. You know the most racist thing about that is that you're still calling everybody Asian. You're just lumping <laughs> us all in the same category, okay? Let's understand that part. Now, so right now, I'm going to go through this. we got Canelo, Crawford, Tyson Fury, top three. That seems not moving anywhere. Spence at number four. Usyk at five. So Usyk went back one spot. Josh Taylor and Teofimo went from went from top ten to not mentioned at all. Not mentioned at all to top ten. Josh Taylor at number six. Teofimo at seven, respectfully. Inoue at eight. Walder at nine. Valdez at ten. I'm fine with that. You're fine with that. Fine and with so that. We're now we're leaving out Caleb Plant. I love Caleb Plant. I do too. I could not find him a place. In, I, he's no. top 20, 100%. Uh-huh. 100%. Yep. Um, I think the Charlos, are, yeah. are the, they're their, they are their own demise because they're right there with each other. Neither one has been able to get that fight to put them over the top and, and they haven't pushed you into the top 10. Like for someone to add him on the top 10, who, who was it? I think it was Boxrec. Yeah, he's a fan of the Charlos. It was I no, no. That was uh, that was that wasn't even. It was box tracks. That wasn't even the top ten. Oh, they yeah, no, they did have him as a. Uh, let me see. Yeah, they did have. They had no. So hold on. They had him pound for pound number seven Jermall, and then they had the number one male for the division uh, Jermell at super welterweight. Okay, interesting. So not so. I understand what they mean by that. Yeah. It's just like you're the top of that division, but you're not top ten. You're not top ten. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But still. This is the thing. I think they're going to be their own demise. So one of them has to get that shot. It would be it would be very rare for both of them to kind of you know hit superstardom because I don't know how you can get them both good fights. Wait a minute. That. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? I'm being very disrespectful right now. Who we just forget? Travante Davis. Oh, is he top ten? Why not? We should go through this here. Let's let's. I think you might have a huge argument for this one because he just knocked out Mario Barrios. He he just he got the KTFO of the year last year against Leo Santa Cruz. He knocked out Jose Pedraza. Who else did he knock out? Pull, pull up tanks. Pull up tank. Gervonta Yank Davis. Yanking yeah, girls out of just, the... We just talked about him, man. And just his records alone, he's undefeated. He's been knocking everybody out. The only good thing I can say about Javante Davis is that at least he does something to help us forget about the last incident. Because so, I forgot she was fat and out of shape when you yanked that girl out of a chair. 25-0, and 0, 24 knockouts. <sighs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Mario Barrios, Leah Santa Cruz, which, you know, we had him behind us. Yorio Gamboa, even though that is what it is. Uh, Jesus Cujar. Francisco Fonseca, which we already talked about like a while ago. Yep. Sniper Jose Pedraza, Liam Walsh. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's crazy. I, I would, you know what the craziest thing put, out of all that is? What? Gamboa gave him the most trouble. Yeah. Out of all of them. You wrote this Gamboa. The one that they want to clown on saying, oh, he docked down Crawford, gave Javante Davis the most trouble out of all those fighters, probably, with a bum knee. I'll put Gervonta at 10. So no Deontay Wilder. This man who has same record, 
what had two no, opponents no, 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 now no, no, without no, no, knockouts. No. Deontay Wilder was at nine. Yeah. Yeah, we had him at nine. And so you taking out Oscar Valdez? I'm taking off Oscar Valdez. Go. Who's Oscar Valdez's last fight? Because he had fight Scott Quigg when he had his yeah, job yeah, broken. Yeah, when he had his job broke, yes. I remember that. That was okay. great. That was great. All I know is fighters out there, you should be begging to be number 10 on our list. That's all I know. You should be begging. Like, I just want that number 10 spot because that's probably the one most fought for. 29 and no. 23 knockouts. Miguel Burchelt, Jason Velez, Adam Lopez, Jason Sanchez, and then Carmine Tomasson, okay. Scott Quigg. Uh, Genesis Cervania. Oh, that was a uh, yeah, that, that was, was a good fight. fight right there. Yeah, I remember Miguel that Mariaga, uh, Hiroshige Osawa. Yeah, see, I'm, I, so, I think you made the argument for Javante yeah. Davis. I think the resume yeah. speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the resume just kind of, and he just got a solid win against Mario Barros. Okay, let me go through this list one more time. What we got here? We got uh, la, 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 la. so I'm taking out Oscar Valdez. I'm putting in Yank Davis from where's he from? Be more, be more careful. <laughs> Is that, that's uh, you know, it's people they people make the ghetto. Just so, <laughs> so you drive through, be more careful. I don't know if he was taking me to a ghetto, but it definitely showed the symptoms of one. Um, so we got. I'm gonna go from ten down now. Tank Davis, number ten. Okay. Wilder, number nine. Okay. We got Inoue moving from number nine to number eight. Okay. Now we have. Tiafimo Lopez in there. Okay. Basically replaced the seventh spot for Wilder. Josh Taylor now at number six, respectfully. Okay. Right. Usyk moved back to number... Usyk and Spence switched spots. Four okay. or five. Um, Tyson Fury, three. Crawford, two. Canelo, one. After Tyson Fury beats Deontay Wilder, does he move up to number two or number one? Because Crawford still ain't had a fight yet. Because nobody wants him. Nobody, everybody's scared of him. Is that is? is I, did, I don't does know he get a top that. three spot because nobody wants to fight him? I mean, he's holding. He's, hold, he's holding court. I mean, I. If Canelo, the thing is, if Canelo didn't have his resume, Terence Crawford, we have his number one. Yeah, yeah, and, well, and also and Canelo we is. Also, we also, I mean, he's got the man with the, he got the man with the flag right now. Everybody's gunning for the top. They know this is the guy to fight. I'll come down and wait. I'll come up and wait. Whatever it takes to fight him. Um, nobody's doing that for Crawford. Nobody's like, hey, I'll move yeah, up and wait. No, I'll it, take the fight. He just he's just he's da- he's dangerous, man. It's just like I want to know how much of this stuff didn't work out for Crawford and Porter to happen. He better get a fight soon because I love me some Bud Crawford as I go home and smoke some Bud tonight. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle One Hundred One or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle One Hundred One. What's up with the app? We're gonna bring the app back. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> don't forget to hit up imrcf.com. It's been a while. If you show up and tell my sent you, he'll hook you up. Trust me on this one. You just say Sunny sent you, Lowe will hook you up. But you got to go to the Tacoma location. That's the only one I can speak for. Yep. Only one I can speak for is the Tacoma location. And Lowe, I need that certificate. I can get these college credits. I'm trying to scam my way to the top, baby. Don't forget. You know where we're at. And we're back on the scene. How we winning? What we got? You can't truly call yourself peaceful unless you're capable of great violence. If you're not capable of violence, you're not peaceful. You're harmless. That's a crazy quote right there. That's like, if that wasn't so long, it would be perfect for like the back of your robe. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm out. Gee.